0: 5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. Today we're going to continue or close out this week talking about those authentic relationships found in discipleship. We have gone over so far. Being yourself, emotional IQ, treating people with kindness, and living in the moment. And today's subject will be authentic relationships always need to be a two-way street. I think this is important for um, anyone who's in any kind of relationship, but you need to position yourself well within the relationship that you're both giving and receiving. That means you're going to have your mind open a little bit to the experiences of someone else, where they're coming from, where they're at, as well as you're going to be able to share your own. So imagine how wonderful it is to see people grow in their faith and among spiritual truth. Imagine joy of helping someone else grow in Christ. But here's the thing, we also need to be pushed to new heights as we're sharing with others what we've been learning as well. This two-way street is built on trust, faith, and acceptance. It means that we are going to be fair-minded and willing to entertain new thoughts, new ideas, and new people, and everything that they bring to the table. I know there are some people who have a negative view of being open-minded, but I think it's an opportunity able to say, I can hold on to my morals, my values, I can still remain constant. But when it comes to people, being able to hear them, listen to them, understand them, where do they come from? Who are they? We can learn all of this by opening up that communication and learning that it is a two-way street. How can we expect to influence anyone or even might be changing their mind if we're closed off to everything that they have to say. Like most things, I think we can learn a lot from Jesus about interaction with others, and especially in conversations. Do you notice that most of the time, Jesus, when he was having conversations, probably more than half of the conversations, he was asking more questions than he was talking. So he was asking the adulterous woman Questions. Even though he already knew her whole story He connected with people's thoughts and feelings He understood that new ideas need to be connected With existing frames of reference If they are going to last And then he knew that people needed to sit with To kind of mull over in their own head Those ideas before they ever even expected to act on them I know for me personally, this has been a big transform, uh, transformational shift in the way that I've tried to approach people. I know that I'm not the same that I was 10 years ago. And I know that I'm not the same as I was 20 years ago, 30 years ago. And why? Because of my interactions with other people. I've been able to learn from them but also, hopefully, being able to share with them some things as well. I'm reminded of a passage from Scripture, from Colossians chapter 4, verse 6, where Paul writes, Let your conversation be gracious and attractive, so that you will have the right response for everyone. Or from the NIV, Let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. In Paul's day, salt was a preservative, kept meat from spoiling, and it was valuable enough to be used as a form of currency. So, of course, it changes the flavor to whatever it's added to. So, Paul's use of this metaphor is he's saying that a believer's words should be used effectively it should be not just uh, words that are going to end up spoiling a conversation or a relationship. A word should be uplifting and helpful. Finally, the truth of our lives ought to be clear in the different flavor of how we speak and act. hope that gives you something to think about for this, uh, this week. We will see you next week. Have a good day. Bye.